What is going on, everybody? Jorge Aquino coming to you live and direct right here out of the west side of the PHX. Today is January the 8th, and right now, in live, in, in color, if you're not watching this on video, but it doesn't matter, it is the season premiere of this podcast. Season 3 is officially underway. I am so hyped. Happy New Year to you all. I hope you all had a wonderful holiday season. I know I did, and I'm hoping that my guests tonight also did as well, because calling in live and direct right out of the right out of the Bay Area, big shout out to San Francisco, my boy Austin Smith, back with me on the podcast. My friend, how are you? I'm doing good, man. How about you? No, dude, I'm just chilling, man. I'm so happy to see you. I'm so happy to be able yeah. to go and record a podcast again for the first time in like two weeks. Um, you and I have been planning this for a few weeks now, and it's really cool. Yeah that we're getting a chance to collaborate once more. We collabed last summer and it was great. Mm -hmm. I had a great time. We got a chance to get to know each other really well. Um, I think that, you know, you're, you're a good pal of mine in this car community and you've, you. um, you're, you're continuing to grow and whatnot. And I'm just so happy that you show, you were like, yo, Jorge's cool enough. I'm willing to come, to come no, back. Absolutely, the podcast, man. My pleasure. It's always yeah. a good time. For sure. Always a good time. Well, for, for those who may not know, um, that, you know, if you haven't gotten a chance to go ahead and listen to mine and Austin's episode from back in June, um, I believe I named it what it's like to go ahead and shoot a Radford. Yes. Um, fantastic episode. You and I talked for like an hour and 45 minutes about your, your yeah. growth in, in car photography, about your love of Camaros as well as BMWs. And um, we hinted at some projects that you were working on, which you ended up having come to fruition over the late summer and whatnot. So maybe we can chat a little bit about that if we have some time tonight. In particular, I yeah. think that massive project that you did with Cadillac. Um, oh, yes. Right? Yeah, I remember we we were like, what, like one week away on our last episode. We were like one week yeah. away from that happening. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was fun. So that for was those crazy. Of, for the, so why don't you give us a little bit of back backstory on that? Because you worked with um yeah. with Cadillac. I think it was a shoot. Was it at, was it at Laguna Seca? It was, yeah. It was, right? Okay, cool. Yeah, so that was, um, man, yeah, that was a while ago now. Yeah, that's no, been a while. <laughs> you've done a lot of things that we're going to get to, man, for sure. Absolutely. Um, So that basically came around, I, long story short, like maybe seven years ago, I was on a plane ride from, I believe it was Rome, back to California or to New York or something like that. Um, I was heading home and I sat next to some guy and we just kind of started talking and um, cars come up somehow as they naturally usually do. Absolutely. And uh, he's like, Oh, I, I work at Cadillac. Um, and I told him, Oh, I have a Camaro. Cause at the time I, I had my Camaro and this would have um, been when you still had the V six, right? Cause you would have been right around like, no, this, this, like this was this. I probably had the V eight for about two years now. At, at that oh, point, okay, cool. So years. this was like during while you were still in college and stuff like that. Okay, yes, cool. Gotcha. Yeah. And, um, and then I was talking to him about it and he's like, Hey man, if you know, if you're ever out in Michigan, let me know. Cause they're of course based in Michigan. And then I kind of just kept touch with him, kept in touch with him through Instagram and all that kind of stuff. So we follow each other and, um, kind of near um I, I knew they were doing a IMSA race um with those race cars um pretty early on because my really good friend Mason Flippy races and um so I reached out to him I'm like hey you know I have an idea this would be a pretty cool um chance for kind of everybody to see this car in different angles different um 
aspects than people normally do. So I kind of pitched them that idea and um, they loved it. And um, that's kind of how it came to be. We originally were planning on shooting the car at like, I think it was like five or six in the morning on track at Laguna, but Laguna wouldn't let us do it. Um, oh, because of their race. noise regulations. Oh, okay. Yeah, because there is the like the race was going on a couple hours later, so they had just like cleared the track and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. They didn't. So we had a uh, switch plans, and we shot it. Um, I don't know exactly the what the name of the area is, but we shot it, and it was uh, it was a really good time. It was um, really amazing to see those cars close up because I was in the um, in the pit area, so I got to see them up close in action and all that kind of stuff, as well as. Um, getting like 45 minutes to um, just have an opportunity to shoot that car was really cool. Um, and even cooler that Cadillac um, was like, yeah, totally let's do it. And they, they were really accommodating. They got me Cadillac merch and all that good stuff. They, uh, we did a collab post on Instagram. Um, I got to meet a lot of the uh, people who kind of work at the corporate side of Cadillac Um yeah. So that that was a, it was a really cool opportunity and um it was great to see that car close up that was i mean it's a crazy car it, it is really a is. very crazy car it's probably the craziest car you've ever shot you've shot your fair share yeah. of crazy cars in the last few years for sure yeah definitely and that one we were originally also it was a lot of plans changing for that one we were originally we were supposed to shoot um one of the cars that was racing that day but then something happened with that car so we switched the cars out and the car was supposed to go to 24 hours of Le Mans. I believe it was Le Mans. And um, so I shot the car that was going to France and like the next day. So that was really cool. I got to shoot that car and um, yeah, see it up close, all that kind of stuff. That was, it was a really good opportunity for me. And it was cool to collaborate with Cadillac and get both of our kind of followings um, yeah. intertwined in that. And a lot of people liked being able to see the car because I don't know. A lot of people don't get to be like right up next to the car like that, like really close. Cause of course it's on the track. You're usually in your seat and all that. So it was cool to kind of get those detail shots um, and just stuff people have never seen really it was yeah. unique. It was definitely unique. I think it was one of the more unique sets that I saw all last year uh, as well as your, and I'm not sure if we talked about this last time. I think you may have dropped the set after we did the podcast, but you also did, the, of course, the MC12 Corso that, and with the in and out with the with the in and out background, which is oh, so much fun. Oh yeah, right. That was so yeah, cool. That, that, was that, that one that went mini viral, if you will. They, AKA it went pretty yeah. viral. <laughs> it was uh, that was cool. We had that idea with um, Caretakers Collection and Caretakers Collection. He's a fantastic guy, really great guy, and um, I basically we shoot many times throughout the year. So we're always kind of messaging, messaging each other, like ideas and stuff. And I was like, Hey, you know, this would be kind of interesting. I haven't seen any MC 12s do this. And my two ideas were the first one was put the MC 12 on the beach. Cause I did a lot of research into it. No one has ever done that. So I was like, let's do it. Um, so we parked it in the sand. Um, and then we took it to in and out after. So it yeah. was, um, two things that hadn't been done before with the MC 12 at that point. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it's one of my favorite cars of all time. No dude. And I, I apologize. I said Corsa. It was a regular MC 12 as if that's yeah, any yeah, less yeah. regular. Come on now. It's an <laughs> MC 12, right? MC 12 goes so hard. Yeah. But like, yeah, dude, it, do. it, yeah. it's, you know, and maybe I shared this with you. Um, 
I like I uh, I saw that. Speaking of the MC12, I saw the MC12 Corsa, the blue one, which I think is now owned right. by Team Lone Sharks. Is that what it is? Those guys? I I've seen some videos of that. Yeah, yeah. that one's pretty crazy. It's very crazy. I saw that one up close and personal because they had it over at the Bottoms auction in Scottsdale last uh, January yes. um, when it yeah. sold and. I mean, dude, that thing is absolutely bananas. Like it's so yeah. it's it's longer than an Enzo by quite a bit. It's got several in, and for those who might be listening, most of you'll probably be familiar, but just in case you you weren't, uh an MC12 and an Enzo are basically twins. The only differences are yeah. the fact that it's a it's a Maserati body shell as opposed to a Ferrari uh body shell on it. And then if you actually look up close and personal, an MC12's got, I don't know, Austin, what? Would you say like maybe six inches at least on it in length? It's at quite least. a bit. It's a giant. It, if you've never seen the car before in person, you you won't understand how massive the car is. It's so a wide. Ridiculously so long. long car. Yeah. And yeah, it's so it low. Is, it's a giant. Oh, my God. It the, is. Corsa, yeah. the Corsa is like, I mean, I know we talk about inches off the ground and whatnot when it comes to a lot of cars, but if yeah. you actually look at an MC12 Corsa in particular, like they were bringing it mm -hmm. down, um, and there's a there there's a little bit of a ramp, obviously, uh, in the back because it's at the Kierlin Commons and, and like right in front of the hotel over there in Scottsdale and whatnot. So there's a little bit of a driveway, um, and they had to go ahead and use the wooden planks, and and then what they were yeah. doing is they kept on switching out the planks because as soon as it was getting lower to the ground, they needed to make sure that the middle of the car didn't scratch on the oh, like, on the edge. Oh my gosh, oh, it was, wow. it, dude, it was a forty five minute process from what I could tell. Like I was like, yo, this is crazy, That's... and like the, they had so much pressure on them because there's like fifty people with their phones out, with their cameras out, oh, everybody's. Yeah shooting this oh, recording this man. i was one of those people and i was like yo this sucks this sucks to be them right now but this is very extremely yeah. entertaining yeah but mc12's rule dude i would i mean enzos yeah. are rad enzos are very rad and uh big shout out to um i think uh colleen sheehan and ferraris online they actually have an enzo right now for sale that's a free ad for colleen holla at your boy colleen <laughs> Um, and shout out to, to, to Mike keys of the jungle. Um, but yeah, they had, they, they have a Ferrari Enzo for sale over at Ferraris online right now, or they will have it for sale. Um, she's been uh, pa plastering that thing all over social media as, as you should, when you have an Enzo in stock, but like yeah. MC 12s, they go so hard, dude. So hard. Yeah, definitely. One of my favorite cars. And I, I spent hours in that thing on that day driving it from, I, I didn't drive it personally, but, um, being in the you drew, you wrote an out yeah you beach. yeah yeah i remember that yeah i was in that for quite a while and it's yeah i mean it's it's crazy it really is and everyone who i've talked to who owns both the mc12 and the enzo which is a very small amount of people because they're just ridiculous cars and they're very similar yeah um everyone says the mc12 is way more hardcore way more um everybody likes the mc12 a bit more yeah um it's i don't know it's, I, it's I a, like it more personally. It's too. a nasty car. It's it's very cool. Um, so yeah. you know, one thing I noticed, and I think a lot of your uh, a lot of your followers and a lot of people who subscribe to you, um, which is a massive following. I can't stress that enough. And if you, but real quick before I forget, if you if you want to go ahead and give Austin a follow, please do so at summit.auto is his photography page, um, and then he's got his personal pages too, which we'll go ahead and shout out towards the end of the podcast here. I'll make sure to do that for you, buddy. But um. You know, it's over a hundred thousand followers on that. 
And, you know, as, as they got towards the end of the year, everything kind of slowed down a little bit, but there was a massive, massive and very good reason for that. Obviously big shout out to your, right. to your bride. Big shout out to Casey. who, If Thank she you. listens, shout out to, to her. She's another massive car enthusiast herself. Little, She's a Camaro yes. gal. Um, just like you, you are, um, and whatnot, but you know, you, you know, you, you, you went, you kind of like took us on that with, with, along with you, you know, you, you talked about it a little bit on the pod where, where it was happening and whatnot. So I want to ask, cause you were out in Europe for, for quite a bit of time during, during that time. Yeah. Like, you know, I know you've been out there in the past, but can you kind of describe in your own words, what the Italian slash European car culture was like? from what you were seeing from Austin Smith's eyes. Yeah. Um, it, it's definitely different. There's, I, I guess when you're here in America, you see a huge majority of muscle cars everywhere. Like, and it's, it's definitely a change because over there, um, European cars is our muscle car, our domestic here. Um, so you, you see like a Camaro or something and you see one over there and people like freak out about it. And they're like, Oh my gosh, that's so sick. Where it's gotta here be such you go a trip, here dude. Oh, it is. Yeah. I mean, in like, I saw like one Mustang and there's people like recording it and taking videos and stuff. And, um, it's funny cause you come here. I don't know. That, that part was different. Um, there's a lot of, um, at least the areas I were in were pretty busy areas. I was in Lake Como, which is, pretty chill for the most part it's right next to the border of switzerland um and then i was still a big tourism area yeah huge um definitely saw some cool stuff um lots of wagons they're very big into wagons there which is cool lots of stuff we don't get in the states that they get which i'm super jealous about um uh like shooting brakes and wagons and all that kind of stuff super cool um I don't know. A lot of the cars there, I feel like they're, they're very strict, at least kind of where I was on um, modifications such as like noise and um, other stuff like that. So a lot of the cars you saw were for the most part stock, um, but they're very, uh, at least from what I saw, I never saw any like egregiously modded cars or terrible um, ridiculous colors or wraps or anything. So it was pretty conservative, I'd say for the most part in terms of, um, how they like to mod their cars and style them, at least in the point of time I was there in the regions yeah. that I was in, um, lots of classic cars in Lake Como. That was pretty big. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, my favorite thing was seeing all the cars we don't get here, especially like there's so many brands we don't get here, but yeah. also the variations of cars, we don't get here. It's, it's just, it's a trip to see. Cause it's like, why don't we get that? Like, why can't we like, ah, there's so much, so many cool things there. No, I, I hear you, dude. I hear Jealous. you. Like, I mean, you know that, but you were in obviously in Italy, but then like, you don't just see other Italian brands that you, we don't get here. It's also like, you know, maybe, maybe you yeah. see French cars that you might not see here. Obviously. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's oh so, yeah. I mean, such a all trip. over yeah some brands i've never even heard of and that that's like i saw like tons of them and like stuff that's super it's like a prius to us and then it whatever it is to them it's say it's the um, what's the french brand uh renault or renault renault, renault yep yes 
like those we don't have those here i nope. mean at least as far as i know um we're, i think we're gonna them get them as electric here. cars here in the next couple of years but like that'll be like their re-entry into the market um because oh, i think you i want to say that you i think renos are that they, they get them in mexico they get renos in mexico oh, and whatnot um huh. but we never got them here and so the first no. and I, th I think, don't quote me on that, but I think the first ones we're going to get are might be their new electrics that are beginning to come in, in the next couple of mm. years. And we, I think we'll finally see <clears throat> their sports car brand, which is Alpine, obviously the Formula One team. Mm, yes. uh, I think that we'll yeah, eventually yeah. get those. But again, it'll be once they do the conversion That'd to be electrics. Because cool. like, you know, their A110, that sports car that they have out there, so rad. Mm -hmm. I think it's such a cool yeah. car. It's It's a great Cayman rival. Um, you know, regular Cayman, not not, yeah. not GT4 per se, but like still a yeah. badass car. And personally, like when you're looking at cars in our market, I think the more options buyers have, the better. And if it, it just, I don't know, it opens up a lot because there's there's people who want a say they want like a European V8, but they want it to be. Um, I don't know. I mean, if you look at European V8s right now, you really have. Um, not talking non-exotic. I mean, right now, what is it? There's like a the G wagon and mm -hmm. the C63. I don't think V8 anymore. Right now, no, it's and not. The, I, they're going back to it, but right now, you have to get a four cylinder in the C63. Right, and um, I'm trying to think what other German cars are V8. Um, I mean, BMW has can, the M5 and M8. Yeah, Audi still comes with the, with a couple of V8s. You can get an RS6. You can still right. get the S8 with the V8. Um, but that's really it yeah. because, like, I don't think we get the yeah. RSQ8 here in the United States, if I'm not mistaken. We do. Um, there are not many of them. I haven't seen many of them. I saw one in We LA, get way more uh, Euruses than we do RSQ8s. Yeah. 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 We do. I'm pretty sure we do get them. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I, like I said, I think the more options we have, I think the better for everybody. Um, yeah. That's just that's just me. That's no, I but 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 I love that. It's, I think it's like diversity of being able to go. And I remember having this conversation not too long ago, Austin, that um, seeing everyone's take on what makes a great car, you know, mm -hmm. and um, you, you you know, like a perfect example is you know, I think that Americans we really strive for. In particular, when it comes, let, we'll keep it to an enthusiast to enthusiast cars, right? Yeah. I think that us Americans, yeah. I think what we really strive for and really knock out of the park really well is um, torque and ride quality for the most yeah. part. Because you know, yeah. I don't think mo I think most people will all agree that a regular Camaro SS, a regular Corvette Z Z fifty one, a regular Mustang GT, and then let's go ahead and say a challenger and charger scat pack or even into the hellcats and red eyes if you want to go all the mm. way up there nobody's ever said that those cars ride bad you know yeah, that's true yeah for I the mean, most part they're hand handling is an entirely different, different thing. yeah right and that's what i was that's what i was saying is like there's a big difference between riding well and handling um yeah. that's yeah for sure right and so like that's what you see in american cars now that being said there are a lot of our American cars do handle well. You just have to go ahead and get the right upgrades and the right packages. Like, you know, yeah. for example, you know, as you know, one LE Camaros rule, like yeah. completely, utterly yeah. rule. Like they will outrun yeah. almost anything on the road. 
I mean, Shelby GT three fifties and Shelby GT five hundreds are insanity. Those are great. Um, and then, yeah. you know, any Z 51 C eights end up. And then of course you get into Z 06s and even the E rays, like, you know, some of the best mm. handling sports cars on the planet, but uh, again, yeah. it, they're, they're not your base thing, but like, I think that's something that American car, American enthusiast sports cars do really well. But then you have, you know, your nine, your nine elevens, right? Nine elevens. Well, what do they do? They they're the best handling sports car on the planet, probably. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. I don't know. It's just everybody has their own thing. I mean, you have a, a German V8 uh, that that you yeah I knew about that we we held um it, it we held oh, yeah. secrecy until you finally revealed it. But you know, you recently over the summertime you you sold your M2 comp and then you copped an M8 comp, and that's a huge upgrade in and of itself. Like. You've had it what now? Five months, right? Probably about five or six months, and yeah, those two cars are very, very different. Um, the M2 Comp was an amazing car. I loved it. Sometimes I still miss it, and I'm like, ah, oh, it was just—it's such a fun car to throw around, and like, it—it's so—it's—it's it's pretty light. It has great power. Um, it doesn't sound super great, but right. it's everything else. I I like how it looked. Um, yeah, compared to now the M8 competition, very, very, very different cars. I mean, the M8 competition is a very, it's a, it's a grand touring car. It's, it's, it's heavy. It's massive. It really is a huge car. It really um, is. But it's <laughs> fast as all it's hell. Got, though. It's got, yeah, it's got really good power. Um, all wheel drive is nice. I've never had an all wheel drive car. So that's been new and you can switch it into rear wheel drive, which is cool too. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a uh, so far the M8's been great. Like I said, huge, huge difference. Um, just in feel of car, um, they're nothing alike. Um, but that's what also makes them really great. Each of them differently. Right. Um, the M2, yeah. I mean, someday I feel like I kind of want to get an M2 again, just because I don't know, just as like a project or something, like ten years down the road or something. Sure. I don't know. It's, it was it was a great car. Like I, I seriously had no complaints um, about the M2. I highly recommend it to anybody who's in the market. The either the regular M2 or the M2 comp, both of them are. You can't go wrong. I know what you mean. Um, I want a regular M2 really bad, reg like really bad, and they're dropping the M55. Yep. First gen M2. I mean, yeah. I like a I like a comp, but I think and I, oh my god, I probably bored people to death when I talk about this, and I'm sorry in advance, but <laughs> we're talking about it now. I just from an aesthetic point of view, I think the reg the first gen is probably of the three of the three in the F87. I would say the the first gen is the second best looking of the three, because um, to me okay. M2CS M2CS is the is the best looking of the M2. Yeah, nobody's ever going to argue that, right? But, and yeah. then, you know, then you have the people who either want to go M2 or like M2 comp. And then a lot of times what you'll hear yeah. is people who like the M2 comp will agree that the first gen M2 is the better looking car. They just want the M motor, which I totally understand. I mean, you you you, yeah, you, you yeah. had that. So I, exactly. Yeah. For me, I, I, I had experience driving both of them because my brother had the uh, the OG M2 while yeah. at the same time I had the m2 comp and so i drove his and i drove mine i drove him back to back 
um the n55 m2 the og m2 sounds so much better and the m2 comp no matter what exhaust you put on it in my opinion will never sound as good as the original just normal m2 um it just won't it's it's such a good sounding car but everything else like power wise yes the comp is definitely faster um the interior is a little bit different depending on what how old how far back you go on the n55 m2 um I don't know. Yeah, that's it's a it, that's a tough decision between which one um, looks wise. I I love the looks of both. I mean, they're very similar. Like if you look at it from the back or from the side, you really can't even tell. It's kind of only from the front, the front right. bumper, you can really um, notice that it's the comp versus the the original. But yeah, man, that's a that's a tough that's a toss up for sure. Uh, at the end of the day, I still think comps very good looking. M2 comp is still such a yeah. good looking car. It's just, they nailed it with that first generation and whatnot. Um, yeah. And then again, what, when M2 CS dropped, it was like, Oh, this is, this is the car. Like, this is such a fantastic yeah. looking car. Like, would you, that's like, a great I, car that that car is holding its value. Like nobody's business. Like, I think there's, yeah, not a, I'm kind of surprised about that. Is like, that something it, that you a, ever, con- you, would you ever consider the jump no. to a CS? No, not really. Just because I don't know what I never really wanted. I, I don't know how to explain. It. It's it's a great collector car. Like if you're if you collect cars, um, specifically BMWs, yeah, I, I can see someone spending what are they like a hundred grand right now? At one the, point they were like one twenty, one thirty or something. They're, they're expensive. They're expensive. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing them during co- during like COVID time. They were like one twenty. Um, but I. I don't know. I've driven it and I've driven the, the comp back to back and definitely the CS is the better car. It's beautiful. The roof with like the checkerboard carbon and the, um, yeah, the, the CS is, a, it's fantastic. It really is. But 40, 50, 60 grand more than a regular. Comp. I don't know. Yeah. yeah it's, it, I mean, you it, get, it gets to the point where it's, you're, you got to figure out whether or not it's actually worth it, especially if you're going to be driving it all the time. Yeah, I, I've had a couple friends who bought in the CS, and um, I don't think any of them still have it. Um, I think I feel like everyone, as far as I can recall right now, everyone who's bought it has sold it within like a year or two years. Yeah. But everyone said great things about it. Just no one wants to hold on to it. At least nobody that I know personally has kept theirs. Right. Um, yeah, it's a it's a great car. And then there's the M5 CS, which is insane as well have you seen one of those i have i've seen them on videos i don't think i've actually seen an m5 cs in person here in phoenix i've seen m5 comps which i think m5 comps are super cool like super rad yes i don't think i've seen the cs here in phoenix in person unfortunately i'd love to because i think it's it's a banger that car let me ask you this um, yeah because you've you are you've become a very big aficionado of bmw since you went into the f87 and now you having an m8 comp and whatnot like what to you austin is the best bmw m ever because there's a lot of them like is it the m5 cs do you go old school what do you think no i i would i'd for sure go i'd probably go old school i don't know it's hard because i haven't driven all of them so i can't like just throw it out there and say like e30 m3 which is a fantastic car but there's so many offshoots too um 
some super rare, some just old and hard to come by. Um, so I'm not sure. I'd say looks wise, um, that's tough. Looks and driving wise. Ah, oh, man. Yeah, that's very tough. I, I'd say out of the past 10 years, I would say the M2CS mm-hmm. um, just because I don't know what it's 2024 now, 2014 to 2024. I can't think of anything else. I mean, the M4 GTS was a great car, but super rad yeah, car. Guess, yeah, definitely. The M4 GTS is a cool car. Um, I don't know. All time. I have no idea. I'd probably go something older, probably like, um, I don't know. I, I, I think I'd have to drive them to give you an answer, like drive, all of them to give you an answer i think that's a project um, that I, one, yeah that's a project that you need to go ahead and pull off for 2024 i think you could uh, do shoot i wish <laughs> i wish that'd be cool there's i mean yeah there's some really really cool stuff out there but um that's a good question i don't know i, I like i said past 10 years i would say m2cs um other than that, I don't have enough experience driving a lot of the older, you know, stuff from the 60s, right. 70s, 80s, um, just because you don't see a lot of them. And when you do, um, it's usually on like social media or auction sites and stuff like that. I mean, a lot of people just keep them locked up in their garage, like stuff from the 60s and 70s and yeah, that kind of stuff. So it just, uh, it just depends. I hear that, dude. I hear you. Um, what about you? What would, what would what do you think your favorite of all time would be if you, you had know, to? So I, full disclosure, I have not driven an M2 CS. I I don't think I've driven an M2. Period. So I, my love for the M2 okay. is solely based on the fact that it, to me it's the right size, and it, it's the it's the car that I feel would go ahead and represent me the most. And I'm that's full yeah. disclosure. Um. But that being said, you know what? I think I think E39 M5 is like super goaded, but I'm not sure if it's the we, one. Right. Okay. I, they, they do sound good. They sound fantastic. <laughs> they sound amazing. I'll give them all the mm-hmm. props in the world for that. Um, yeah. You know what, dude? I'm going to be honest with you. And this might be recency bias, but who cares? Because mm-hmm. again, it's, it's, it's my thoughts. Like I recently went yep. out in an F80. M3. Big shout out to my okay. homie Automotive Alex. Um, we hey, went for yeah. Go. Shout out to what, my, co- to what color was it at that time? Was it the yellow before or the yellow? It's now? it's it's the new yellow now actually because we went ahead the and did yellow. it. Um, nice. Her and I and some of the other photographers here in the city. We did a we did our last episode of last season um, right before Christmas, and so she brought out nice. the F80, and I was like, "Yo, Alex, Sweet. yo, can I get a can I get a rip real quick?" And she was like, "Yeah, hop in." And I was like, "Let's go." <laughs> And, um, like, first of all, her, she, dude, that car is fast. Like she's making like, yeah, yeah. She's making probably like low 500 to the wheels. Like, like, and that thing boogies and uh, shout out to Alex. I've said this before, but she, she can drive that girl. That girl can boogie for sure. Um, and what I loved about it was, you know, I remember there's a very particular thought process that journalists had about, um, when the F80 first came out, like F80 and F82, um, before comp, before CS and journalists talked about the fact that they thought that that engine, what is it? Is that the S55 that's in the M? S55, yeah. S55, right. And so like they talked Mm -hmm. about that, that engine to them was too spiky. And they, they viewed that as a negative. 
but I couldn't disagree with the fact, or I, I have to disagree with the fact because I think that gives that characteristic is what makes to yeah. me the, uh, the incarnation of the regular F80 and F82 so great because like, I remember mm. there was nothing, nothing, nothing. Alex hits three grand, boom, takes off like a mother. And I was just like, holy crap, yeah. this thing takes off like a freight train. It's a now, great engine. It's a it's great a good engine. engine for sure. And, um, you know, just the looks, especially, and honestly, yeah. I've, I've come around on FM4 a little bit more because I thought to myself, mm, the M3 is the one to go with. But you look at M4, mm -hmm. F82, and you're like, no, that's a damn good looking car too. And, you know, if yeah. you go with a comp, I think you get great value out of an M3, M4 comp. And then M3, M4 mm -hmm. CSs, unlike an M2 CS, Austin, great value right now that you could buy yourself an M4 CS. I looked at one the other day just for yeah. custom games. It was like 65 Gs and I almost fell out of my chair. I was like, that is so inexpensive for an F82 M4 CS. Yeah, I think, it's, I, the prices have definitely come down on everything. The whole market is insane like for, for example not to not to get off the bmw track but no, there's it's um, all good take I'm us where you want to brother take for, us where you want to <laughs> the the car market's insane like for example i was um looking at some suvs last year as kind of just like to get a daily yeah and um everywhere i went it was five to twenty grand markup every single car and this was last year so this was early this was probably early 2023 okay. um or late 2022 and um, I, I went car shopping with Casey um, a couple weeks ago. We went to Audi because she really likes the SQ5. So Great we were going to try out the SQ. Yeah, I, I like it. So we went to Audi. We checked it out. And um, pretty much off the bat, they, they told us, and brand new Audi, 15 grand off. Like I was like, wow, it's changed. And he's like, and if you're interested in the the Audi e-tron right now, we're, I think he said 50,000, 40, I think it was like 48 grand off the wow. Audi e-tron. I'm like, are you serious? Yeah, that shocked me because I was like, I've never heard of that. And especially because how, what the past four years now, it feels like we've been getting destroyed every time we go to a dealership and it's, yep. you know, this markup, that markup. And then now it's just, you go to dealership, it's a little, you know, the lots are full, they're, it's changed. It's definitely changed. I think it's definitely starting to become a, a, a buyer's market. Um, yeah. The which, only thing about is that is the only thing about it is Austin. And you're right, dude, because again, like, you know, just the used market in and of itself, it's like starting to kind of come down a little bit and whatnot. And you and new market, same thing. But it's weird because like, remember, like, and I'm referring, and you're referring to like COVID time, right? Like, yeah, car yeah. like car prices went up, but then interest rates were yeah. like really great, and then now really we're seeing low. the complete yeah. reverse of that, where it's like we are car market is starting to go ahead and come down really nicely, but then the interest rate to go ahead and get on, you know, to get a loan on a car is way higher than it was in 2021, and it's like, god damn it, why can't it just be both? Why can't we get great know, car prices yeah. and it's, a great interest rate? It's uh, it's such a frustrating thing, right? Yeah. It, it is frustrating, but I, I do think it's definitely, um, it, it's definitely an interesting time. Because like I said, we, we've done some car shopping. We're still looking for like the perfect, um, perfect in our terms, I guess, um, yeah. SUV. So we're looking at kind of like the Macans, the kind of like a smaller sporty SUV. For sure. Um, and everywhere we go, it's 
money off instantly, like 10, 15 grand off. I mean, it's just, it's such a change from one year ago to now. It's, it's, I think the yeah. car market is definitely changing. A lot of things are starting to go hybrid. So I think hybrid or electric. So I think a lot of people are kind of holding off on buying stuff to wait and see how other people like stuff before they switch and sell their gas car and go to electric. And I'm all for, um, gas i am definitely not an electric car guy i i I have nothing wrong with hybrid you know having both i think is awesome like the sf90 or the new m5 that's coming out that's gonna have a v8 and electric motors i mean that's awesome who doesn't like instant more instant torque yeah but i think there's just there's a lot with electric cars that i'm i I like driving them there's nothing wrong with driving them but i i definitely i I'm not there yet. And I don't I know if you. I ever am going to get there. Cause there's just something about having a car that makes sound that's you can shift gears. You know, mm-hmm. there's just so much that it lacks besides getting into all the other electric car kind of stuff with, you know, your battery going bad after a certain amount of years and it costing 20 grand to sure. get a new battery on a Tesla or something like that. I mean, it's, it's crazy. There's, there's pros and cons, but I'm, all the way through a, a um, combustion engine person for sure. If, a, if for me, if a combustion of engine is still available, I'm st- yeah. I'm just I'm gonna go for it. Why not? Because it's yeah. don't don't I'm not gonna go ahead and go for something that you know I really enjoy and then stop doing that just because this other technology is made available. Like I, I I'm all for wanting to go ahead and experiment and whatnot, but at the same time, if I know for a fact. We're not going to be getting combustion engines for, you know, maybe in the next few years. And yeah. I can go ahead and go for a combustion now, in particular when it comes to the enthusiast market. Oh, you bet your ass. That's what I'm going to go for. Uh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. You know, Me too. Um, just because it's not just it's something that I'm used to, but I think it's, I still think to me, it's the better way to go at, at this, yeah. at this current juncture in, in time, um, you know, yeah. Like if you were a rant, if if you had a mode of transport back in the twenties, let's say, and cars were barely starting to become a thing, but you mm-hmm. felt better in a horse, were you going to go for the car? Used to go for the horse. Go with the horse. Yeah, you, yeah. You used to, and I, I I do feel like we're kind of at that crossroad. Um, and it it's a very it's very very interesting, but I I do think that um, yeah, I mean there, there's there's so much. If I'm gonna daily a car and I'm going a long distance to work every day, I, I don't see a problem with going electric at all. I, I'm sure, whatever, that's great. I, I would get rid of the electric car before the battery goes bad. I've heard so many crazy stories because as soon as your battery goes bad on the Tesla, it's a ridiculous price to get a new one or to um the maintenance to get a new one put in and the the um just saw I think 1320 posted it. It was the plaid prices from yep. like two years ago to now and it's just like oh my gosh they have tycon prices too brother yeah tycon prices too i didn't even think about that but i yeah. have seen a couple of those um i remember those were going also for quite over over msrp for quite a while yeah um yeah it's definitely an interesting time um there's great things about electric cars but also like I said, personally, I would never have a fun weekend car and it be an electric car. Um, a daily going to work every day, sure. But um, otherwise, I'm hoping we can keep um, gas engines, combustion engines as long as possible. I, I really do. I, I couldn't I, agree with you more. 
And I think if you ask any car guy, I think they're going to mostly say the same answer. You know, um, if you're going to have a fun weekend car or a, um, I, I think everyone's going to say a combustion. That's just me, though. That's that's yeah. my opinion. No, I mean, we're, hey, you know what? We I've been told that this podcast is a speaker box for the car community. So if we go ahead and say that most of us are going to go with a petrol engine or combustion engine, it's probably the case. So here you you heard it here first. Jorge and Austin still approve <laughs> of the combustion engine. There you go. Yes, 100%. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes. Um, Brother, I know that we're kind of getting to that time. I'm not too sure if you still got a few minutes. Um, uh, or I got, not. I, got, I, got a, I got a little bit more. Oh, okay, fantastic. Then I, let's I keep probably it going. Got Fifteen. Okay, awesome. Then we'll go ahead and uh, we'll, we'll we'll take um this these next few minutes to go ahead and uh, this, still bring up some things that I wanted to go ahead and talk to you about because um yeah, I I feel like I recently saw an SF90 experience from you over the last few months. Am I accurate in that assumption? Yeah. So my dad recently um, bought an SF90. Um, and he Congrats the, to him, by the way, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's a crazy, it's a crazy car for sure. And that's kind of another segue into hybrid, uh, hybrid yeah. cars. Um, he's never had a hybrid car. I've never really experienced one. Um, but it's a, it's a great car, the SF90. It's, um, it's really interesting going from, like all electric so it's completely silent you turn the engine on it's super i mean it's a yeah it's a ridiculous car it's ridiculously fast um i think he got a phenomenal spec red seats uh, pretty much all red interior with the assetto furiano package um it's a it's a great car i i definitely really like the sf90 um and now there's new variants of what's it the sf90 xx i think is the name or yep something That's like what that I saw. yeah 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 There's, super cool it, it's a great car yeah yeah it's all it's, it's white if i'm not mistaken is that right it is yes yeah, yeah. nice yeah you we all, you, you're all of, white cars right yes yeah, yeah. i think my brother <laughs> my brother and casey are the only two who don't my brother has brooklyn gray um my mom has white my dad has white um i have a white car yeah, yeah. It, i think it's just it's, it's an easy color like i love black on cars personally it's probably mm -hmm. my favorite color on cars but maintenance wise it's my least favorite because you get sure. water spots you, the scratches are easy to show white. dust just like dust can go ahead and appear on a black car like nothing yeah but yeah. when but when a black car is clean and it's like detailed oh it looks i mean you really can't beat it it's Immaculate. gorgeous i yeah. agree no but that's yeah, so definitely. cool dude because i remember seeing that and i was like damn and SF90, like, shout out to Austin's dad. And I was like, oh, I hope Austin got a chance to go ahead and take that for a rip. Because, like, you know, everybody, the SF90 is a very interesting car because, like, it's supposed to be, it's not an entry-level Ferrari in any way, shape, or form, right? But it's also mm -hmm. not... It's not an A12 comp. It's not an F12 TDF. Right. It's not the 599 yeah. GTO. It's not a Pisa or Speciale. Like, it's 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 closer to what a quote unquote normal Ferrari would be, yet you have access to like laugh perform like dude full on laugh performance. Yeah, that's yeah. wild, dude. Wild. It, it's an it's an insane car. I mean it it's stupid fast. It it really is a one thousand horsepower, a thousand torque or whatever. I mean it's it's ridiculous, and I think it definitely contributes to the electric motors. I think that. Mm -hmm. Which which is another reason I'm kind of open to hybrid cars now because 
who doesn't want some extra horsepower? Who doesn't want some immediate torque? Sure. Um, I think that's awesome. And the SF90 is a great car. I know a lot of people compare it to the 296, but the, um, I don't know, something about the SF90. I, I think it's a fantastic car. I, yeah, I can't say enough good things about it. I, I know he's very happy with it. Um, he enjoys it a ton. I, he hasn't driven it a ton recently because it's been raining here. I don't know if it's been raining there a lot, but it's been pouring here. Brother, it, it's it was drive. cold as hell today, dude. And yesterday oh, same. We, we got rained on here in Phoenix. Like, and for anybody who's listening to us, like that's in the, on the East coast or if they're in like the Midwest, oh, yeah. and you they're, hear they're me in Austin. Like, people, yeah. yeah. I mean, at least, at least, you know, the Bay area, you guys do get cold like that, that not, not, not maybe, you know, yeah. snowing, but you know, the winters right. do get cold with all your rain storms you're right next to the ocean and whatnot. Yeah. like you yeah. you and the pacific northwest like that's normal but like yesterday yeah. like you know it never got above 50 degrees the sun barely poked out and right. it was windy and it rained the entire day i know because i was working in that weather and it sucked oh, no. and then today there was no rain but it was windy all day long and i don't think it got above like 52 degrees and it's chilly as hell out there right now and i think the low is going to be like 32 tonight which that's cold for the desert. Yeah, yeah. I woke up to go to work this morning, and it was it was like thirty one this morning, and I was like, oh my gosh. And then I was in Tennessee over um, New Year's break, and every single day it was a high of like thirty three, and I was like, oh my gosh. Like, how do you guys do this? I couldn't do it. Brother. Like, we're I... we're so spoiled here, though, and so are you guys with the yeah. except in the summer, you guys get you guys get craziness in the summer. Listen, we put up with 115 and then Californians put up with earthquakes, bro. Like it is what it is. Like that's that's that's, yeah. that's you know. That's true. That's what I've that's come to. True. Oh, that and then we get and both both of our states get wildfires. Like it's what yep. That's the that's the that's the come down and I apologize for anything yeah. but at the same time I'm not going to complain. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I know I haven't been to Arizona in a bit, but um I have been there during the summer. It is ridiculous it's nasty it's it's the phoenix in particular but like you know tucson tucson gets stupid hot yuma is like literally hell on earth um lake havasu like that whole like northern Mm. tip like that's not the mountains like but like that that nevada border gets very hot extremely hot so like yeah it's just you know it's what we deal with and it is what it is um i wanted i wanted to ask you something buddy because like I feel like you are in a cool way kind of rebranding yourself as yeah. not just a photographer, but like just in total. And I really appreciate that. So like, can you kind of take us a little bit behind the scenes of what it is that you want to kind of like have it be that summit auto is like known for going yeah. into 2024? Yeah, I, I think it's, it's difficult. I think um, I spent a lot of time out, not doing photography probably for four or five months um Mm -hmm. after i got married and um yeah before i got married to after i got married because i was traveling i was also um i just had a lot going on so i kind of you have a full-time job bro. yeah yeah so I, i gave that kind of the back seat for a while and um up until like two weeks ago or no like a week ago was the first time I've shot in months um, in Tennessee. Um, yeah, big shout out to yeah, that GT3 I, RS. Was it 3 yeah, RS? Yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah 3 RS, yeah. Go yeah, check that, that out on, on Austin's uh, Instagram account because it's fire. Thank you, thank you. Um, 
but yeah, I, I kind of just want to, I go, I don't know. I've been doing photography for like eight years now. So I kind of want to trans, um, I don't know. I wouldn't say transform into something new, but I kind of want to get into just hanging out with friends, bringing a camera along and kind of getting, um, capturing more memories and yeah. more like can candid kind of stuff, like go on car cruises, go on, um, like just explore. Like there's so much here. There's so many forests and, um, San Francisco and all that kind of stuff. So there's a lot less kind of like staged stuff. Like you want to be more in the moment, uh, right? Yeah. Try, try to be a little bit more in the moment as, um, I don't know. Like I, I'm kind of still trying to figure out what I want to, the changes I want to, um, to make like more of like a lifestyle slash car kind of thing rather than it just being completely automotive focused. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm still trying to figure out how I can do that and um, kind of getting the people around me that can help with that um, in terms of um, content and ideas and stuff like that. Cause I, I, I don't know personally, I know there's a lot of photographers and I think we kind of talked about it in the last um, episode we did. There's a lot of photographers who rather shoot alone and kind of go through their process alone i'm very collaborative so i like um you know if if i have a plan like like for example the um the mc12 on the beach and the mc12 internet i think there was like five photographers there that's so cool um yeah i me and caretaker started the whole idea up but I just kind of kept inviting my buddies in LA and I was like, Hey, come with us. Let's do this. Cause I'm like, Hey, you guys kind of know some cool areas here. I'm not from there. Um, and then kind of, we would just bounce ideas off each other. And it's so much fun. Like I, I love hanging out with people who have similar interests um, such as photography and cars. So when you get all that together, I think that's, it's really cool. And that's kind of what I like. And there's not a lot of that, unfortunately in the Bay area. I know LA is pretty huge. Mm -hmm. um texas there's a lot of photographers big car scene the bay area it's definitely regressed in terms of how many like photographers there are and how many like the car culture i'd say it's definitely regressed a bit um yeah. why do you think that is has, i i have a couple ideas i i think one idea is just how strict the car laws are here i think sure. there's very i so I think it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way a couple of years ago, like pre pre COVID when they were just giving out crazy exhaust tickets everywhere. And he, like, I, I knew a one guy who um, he supercharged his car full of exhaust built motor and everything. And he got a state ref and um, he had to put the motor completely back to stock. And it's, that's hard to do once you've built a yeah. motor, like taking it apart so I think a lot of people will realize that and they're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to yeah. go through that. Eh, Dude, they're doing it for stick for for uh for stock cars too, bro. Like I remember listening yeah. to an episode. Oh my of, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was the smoking tire podcast I was listening to like about a year ago. And this dude yeah. got pulled over and ticketed, and mind you, a Hyundai Elantra N. Oh, I saw which that is a very like basic enthusiast car, but an enthusiast car yeah. nonetheless. And it was stock, yeah. literally had like less than 200 miles on it or something like that. I think he'd owned it yeah. for less than a month, bought it from the dealership. And I don't know if it was California Highway Patrol or if it was LAPD. I, I don't know. But they pulled him over and they were like, your exhaust is too loud. Here's a ticket. And it's like, it's a that's a stock that's exhaust from Hyundai, like of all, yeah, that's of all manufacturers. Like that's wild, dude. 
Yeah. So that, that's one reason I think there's less enthusiasts. And I, I think it just, like I said, I think it rubs people the wrong way. People see the headache of um, once you've modded a car and put so much time and effort into that for, to get a ticket and being be told, okay, put this back to stock. Right. I mean, I think people say, okay, I'm going to find a different hobby. I'm going to find something different to do, you know, with my time. And that kind of cuts down the, the car community quite a bit. So I, I do think that's, one reason i think there's other reasons for sure too but I, I definitely think that's a big one here in the bay area it's definitely calmed down a bit i think like as far as i know there hasn't i don't see people getting like um exhaust tickets like they were back in the day when it first started and it was mm -hmm. crazy and everyone was getting them constantly um it slowed down a bit i'd say but i i, I don't know i feel like arizona is pretty big and but also you guys don't have a lot of those crazy um exhaust laws and not as not as uh, heavy stuff, as california right? that's for sure like yeah. I, I, i'm not gonna say it's the no law one is, is. here because it's not um you know i mean hell i got a, i got pulled over i got i got a speeding ticket in my suv like back in may and whatnot so like i can tell you that they're yeah. out there arizona highway yeah, yeah. does not mess around but but like for like tent or exhaust like do they get on your case like they, unless it's really dark like if you have and and, and that's a thing like some right, people do they right. like to push they like to push their limits they like to go ahead and get an extremely dark tint and it's like bro you know for a fact you're gonna get pulled over yeah yeah and, and, and that, yeah that's on them yeah totally yeah yeah but like i would say that with exhausts i think it's hit or miss like because especially you go to Scottsdale and you've been out to Scottsdale several times, like yeah. you know the type of stuff that's out there. We got some heavy sitter stuff. Yeah, but yeah. I think that the law enforcement, and I'm speaking for myself when I say this. So if anybody else that's more even tighter in the Scottsdale community than even I am, because there's several of them out mm -hmm. there, and they're friends of mine, and they can go ahead and speak on this even a little bit better than I can. But I don't quite see the stranglehold that la or the entire or the bay area or san diego or yeah. to a lesser extent central california has to go through uh and whatnot and that's something that i'm kind of thankful for respectfully to yeah. all my california yeah. peeps right but like that's something yeah. that we don't have to deal as aggressively with in arizona and that's kind of nice and and it's it's and like i said i i support you know the police what they do all that kind of stuff but definitely like when california la san diego all that are the only ones being really like targeted down on exhaust laws like that. I, I definitely think it shrinks the, the group of people who want to do stuff to their cars, the modding community, the, yeah. um, the enthusiast community. But um, I mean, if, if you're, if you're doing some dumb stuff, that's like ridiculous and could hurt other people or are actually extremely, uh, annoying or something sure. that's understandable but people who have stock cars like that's crazy that's like, wild that's crazy the fact that somebody's gonna go ahead and get pulled over and ticketed in a elantra end but then some dumbass in a charger hellcat or something like that is doing donuts in the middle of an intersection and then yeah. you think that those two things coincide like you know yeah. it, it just it can show the ignorance of the people of, of the people that are trying to focus on that sometimes it's like you and i we like fast cars. We like to mm. you, you, we like to be spirited when it comes to our cars and whatnot. But you and I, at least, and I can I can speak for myself, and I'm pretty sure I can speak for you. <laughs> we're not going to be stupid enough to go ahead and 
you know, shut down the middle of an intersection in the, no, busiest, yeah, in the busiest part of not. San Francisco or in the busiest part absolutely of Phoenix not. and then start doing donuts in an M8 Comper in a freaking Sorrento. We're not going to do that. We're not stupid. Absolutely not. You yeah. know, and like, I, I don't, yeah. I don't like being, I don't like being put into the same category of those people that are doing those takeaways. Yeah. I detest it, Yeah, that. I agree. I agree. I do too. I, I 100% do too. I don't support the takeover stuff. I think it's definitely harmed that's another one of my other points of what has trickled down the um, car community here and kind of made it a little smaller. Um, yeah, hundred percent. I, I don't support that either, but um, it's unfortunate that, yeah, it has to get grouped into stock loud exhaust. That's yeah. Stock loud exhaust. I still can't get over that. That's, I can't that's get crazy. over it either, dude. That's wild to that's, me. Well, let, let, let's let's end the episode here on this, buddy. Let's let end it on something positive because again, screw any, yes. screw screw the takeover peeps. Like I just I can't yes. with them. I mean, the clips yeah. on Instagram are drive hilarious. Safe. <laughs> drive safe, yeah. please, for the love drive of God. Safe, drive safe. Use your blinker. Yeah. Use your blinker to anybody who's a BMW car driver. Yep. You know what I mean? <laughs> Coming from a BMW driver, yes, please use your blinker. Yeah, exactly. I love that, bro. I love that so much, but. You know, we're at the beginning of the year now, right, buddy? And so, like, you, we both have these 12 months to look forward to. And yeah. so, you know, other than the fact that you're rebranding yourself and you wanted to go more on adventures and living in the moment, is there anything in particular from a car perspective that you're really looking forward to this the, the, for 2024? For either yourself um, or, for you know, just I, in general? Yeah. I, I would say I kind of want to do more um, more drives with, like, buddies and friends. Um, nothing crazy, like, not mobbing through canyons and stuff just exploring like going through like i did it a couple times last year where i got a group of like three or four people together three or four cars and we just went through um we have this place called alice's kind of up in the kind of like mountains it's good like twisty roads and stuff and then there's uh we stopped like on the beach um just stuff like that i don't know i, I kind of want to do more adventure kind of stuff like that and make a lot more memories with good friends and um and your wife time. and my wife yes she yeah she's always she's always along for the ride awesome. so she uh she's always there for sure for sure man but shout out to kids. That, yeah yeah it, it makes it definitely makes it easier when you're even your um when your spouse is into cars too you know it helps a lot i couldn't agree some with people, you more some people don't yeah some people don't understand it and they're just like it's just a car like you go from a to b in it if i for you know, if you're a car enthusiast, it's it's definitely more for sure. It's but it's not, a lifestyle. Not everybody understands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we it, it, you know you and I and anybody who listens to this podcast knows this. Like it's it's a lifestyle. Uh, it's it's a way of you know a, a expression and whatnot. And so when you get a chance to go ahead and do it with people that you really enjoy being around or whatnot, is a really magical thing. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, no, I'm I, I totally agree. What about you? Do you have any any um, big goals? Any big plans? Well, dude, you know what? Should I say it on the podcast? Why not? I'll, I'll say it on the podcast. Mm, oh, okay, okay. Oh, oh, yeah, I'll say it on the podcast because I'm actually I, I hit a goal um, already this okay. year, and, and I'm really proud of this. Um, what are we? And, eight days in. Eight days in. Um, all right, and, all right. And, and this is this is just a little bit. This, this was a victory for me, and I, I told a few people, and they were very very. Um, supportive of this and whatnot and i'm very happy but i did get so i did get i, I was able to go ahead and procure media credentials for the uh scottsdale auction um that's nice. happening at the end of the month and um 
for you know so i have media credentials for uh, i'll be media for scottsdale for bear jackson and for bottoms and for rm oh, Sotheby's, wow. and Ooh. that is it means a lot because this thing started like nothing this is you know this was a pipe dream of mine and big shout out to of course my bro ron who started this with me at the beginning um this was just like it was just two guys having conversations about cars and then it evolved to me wanting to represent my city um and my state and then also then you know evolved into being able to go ahead and rep my you know friends that i've made in california such as yourself such as you know shout out to of course colby i always shout out colby um and other people that i've been able to go ahead and meet along the way and, yeah. you know, friends in florida too big shout out to jordan and dylan and um you know b- big shout out to my boy uh the speedy guidi lorenzo Iacomini, who's also in the bay area too it's my yeah, guy i have not i've not met him we, we've talked over instagram a couple times but i've not met him yet. I'll, is, I'll definitely have to this year he is the man he is the man yeah. if yeah shout out to his sugo sunday videos which are always amazing if you are into food please watch his instagram reels because they are <laughs> ace um but like you yes. know for it to have started from nothing and again we're still baby this is still baby steps and whatnot but to like you know to apply to something and then they tell you yeah we're willing to go ahead and give that to you means a lot it just shows it it shows a little bit of perseverance it shows a little bit of hard work and go ahead and pay off and uh, i don't plan on taking that for granted so uh, it's my first media type thing i'll be trying to do some interviews from the auctions and i hope it goes well but uh um, yeah, I guess it gives somebody, uh, people that look to that listen to the podcast. I, I hope that it gives you something to look forward to as a content perspective. Um, so that's a goal. And then, you know, like you, man, more experiences with cars, um, as always, you know, being able to go ahead and, uh, continue to make friends, continue to go ahead and feature others that have not, that, that have a great story to tell, mm-hmm. um, and whatnot. And, uh, just see where it takes us along the way. I mean, I would, the real goal is to go ahead and get another car. Like that's really what it is. But like, again, you know, when, when you're working on, you know, when you've got other goals that are happening in your life, that's obviously takes a back burner. But uh, if I can achieve the goal of getting another car, like that would be fantastic. But in reality, it's just the experiences of it all and see where the podcast continues. So that's, that's what I'm looking forward to in 2024. Heck yeah, man. That sounds awesome. Yeah, man, I'm looking forward to it. And again, to anybody that's been that that has supported this podcast since our inception in 2022 um, and, and whatnot, it's a very humbling experience. And uh, I, I I appreciate the love um, more than you'll ever understand. I you know, there, I laid in I lay in bed at night sometimes, Austin, and I'll think to myself, "Shit, man, people actually <laughs> listen to this and they like Isn't that it." Awesome. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> so weird, bro. <laughs> well so cheers to a uh a good start on the yeah man cheers on the new season real quick i appreciate yeah, you man. Me I, too. I got my water too yeah Boom. I, <laughs> I, lo- I love the fact that you you know and you know you were our first guest of the season so we're starting it off right um you know i already got in and then second episode coming very very soon afterwards big shout out to to james and nyla kramer art vandalay on instagram he'll be our next guest but it was great to a have you back on my brother um, because you thank know you. I got all the love in the world for you, um, and same, I love seeing same, your success. You. Um, and and I know for a fact that this rebranding is going to go ahead and work out f- tremendously. And um, I appreciate I, it. I, you know, I'd love it to 
I love for it to be that you either you get a chance to go ahead because we talked about this. You said you're going to try and come out to Arizona this year. So if you do hit me up, mm -hmm. I'm here for you. Um, and then if I get a chance to go out to California, I want to come yeah, see the Bay Area and uh, I need to Absolutely. get back out to L.A. and like just do car stuff out there. So yeah. I think there's there's a lot to look forward to this upcoming year for sure. Absolutely. Well, cheers, brother. I appreciate it. No, thank you, man. Well, um, if you are, uh, please go give a follow to Austin. Uh, it's at summit.auto. Um, um, and then you're also wanting to kind of rebrand your your other Instagram account. So if you want to go ahead and give that one out so that people can go ahead and give you a follow on there too. Oh, yeah. I guess if people are listening and they want to follow my personal, let me pull it up. Uh, it's going to be Austin Douglas Smith. Uh, if anybody wants to follow the personal. <laughs> there you there there you go <laughs> there you go there you go yeah. oh and then well you all don't i think you have the do you have the instagram account for your for your m8 too i think you do right i do it's summit.m8c yeah. yeah i i have three yeah it's too much gotta I hear I gotta you. consolidate <laughs> i hear you bro i hear you well i think that you need to just go ahead and bring over maybe you need to go ahead and bring over the m8 content over to the summit.auto page and so like yeah. that kind of continues the car creativity the car content flow being able to go ahead and do all your adventures on that i should do that yeah, yeah. i'll think about it this year all right yeah. i mean hey listen i'm here giving out free advice whether or not you <laughs> want to take it up to you all guys up to you but austin you're the man i appreciate you if anybody wants to go ahead you. and give us a oh no dude it's it's my pleasure and if people want to go ahead and give a follow at tormenting tarmac that's where we are um on instagram and then please like share subscribe rate um, it would be greatly appreciated. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, all those places is where we're at. Um, dude, happy new year to you and the wife and to the family. Thanks for being the first episode of the year. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Uh, let's, appreciate let's, you let, let's, let's do it again uh, in the next few months. Okay. Let's, do, let's, let's play catch up. Let's have you back on. We'll have a great time. Okay. Let's do it. I appreciate right. it, man. Awesome. Thanks, everybody. Night. for. I appreciate you. And you guys all have a great rest of your evening. This is Ori Aquino signing off on behalf of Austin Smith. You're listening to Tormenting Tarmac, and it's the podcast where the enthusiast never dies. Have a great night, everybody.